Greetings, greetings to my Vaughn listeners. It is that time of the afternoon where you are chilling with your host, Lady G, on Gifts with Gugu. Um, it's always an exciting time, exciting moment when we come before the throne of God uh, uh, during this time on Vaughn.radio, the voice over the nation as we say our favorite radio broadcasting station i'm loving it so uh we are still continuing to talk about times and seasons and i know we are a bit behind because we are in november but i'm sharing about what happened in september and uh my and most of us missed it so uh, hence me teaching on it is say making us aware so that we don't miss the times of the times and what god is doing you know when you look at the month of September, as we would call it, the month of September from September 7 to September 8, that is when we celebrate Rosh Hashanah. And then from the from September to 16, it's 10 days of our and then from September 16, it's the day of atonement until we get to the feast of tabernacles, you know. So these are the things that we have missed as children of the most high God. And, um, and as we're talking about times and seasons, so as we say that season, uh, waits for time and season waits for no man. So if you've missed it, you've missed it. So these are the things that we need to understand and recognize so that we are, we, we don't become we we don't miss such things you know so when we look at um when we when we go deeper into the jewish we get to understand why are we celebrating these things what does it mean to us you know um the month of Eliod was in August for us. So when we read, it says the 25th of Eliod is the day of creation. So when uh, it was the 25th um, of the month of Eliod is the, in fact, the first day of six days of creation, Rosh Hashanah, which begins Monday up until Tuesday, which falls on the sixth day of creation, the day of creation of men. And this is why each year on that day, all mankind is called upon to stand before God and let God know what he has been doing and intends to do with the life that God has granted him or her. So we count back six days from Rosh Hashanah and you arrive at uh, on, the, on the 25th of Eliod, the day of creation in the beginning. So these are the things that we miss. So even when we start talking about these things as children of God, we become so confused. So that is why our saying when i was speaking about the rogue missionaries the roman catholic that they kept us stuck in one piece of revelation that the revelation that has kept us to be like babies so when people start speaking about oh my god so when people start speaking about these things <laughs> when people start speaking about these things we become puzzled i am saying oh my god you know 
one of the things that i love is how god talks to us so for me god also talks to me through nature so um whenever i see a praying mentors for me i know it's a sign god is saying something to me so that is why i'm saying oh my god because i am seeing that right now and i am saying oh my god i already know what you are saying and i am excited about that i am excited about that so for me when i see a praying mentors i know that it's praying season it is praying time so i'm waiting and i'm sharpening my ears for god to give me more prayer assignments so i am on prayer assignments at this time so when i see the praying mentors i'm like oh my god because i'm a lover of the threshing floor i love intercision more than anything else i can teach i can do other things that god has called me to do but i always say when god talks about going back to your first love for me jesus is my first first love and intercession is part of my first love so when i see the praying mentors i know that father assignments are coming and i am glad because i need to roll out the threshing floor and know that it is time for me and him to meet on the altar to meet on the altar so we bless god we bless god and what do these things mean to us you know when we talk about shabbat shalom what does it mean you know um what does it mean so you know um so when we look at these months we get to understand which one is the last shabbat of month of elion and what does that mean you know so when we see the shofar being blasted you know in different months in in these months in these times by the israel the jewish people what are they saying they are saying god's voice is becoming more clear and more exact so we are also poised poising to enter the month of Tisha with its amazing revelation of return of his return as our bridegroom our king so we say may us the bride learn deeper and higher dimensions to love him with all our hearts strengthen our minds you know the torah speaks so loudly as we study it to come and stand before the face of the holy one and to renew our covenant because he is a jealous god god says i will establish myself in you and we pray oh my god i pray father that may you establish yourself in us establish this is our prayer this afternoon lord god we are tired of running around in circles we are tired of all these gimmicks of all these games we are tired of what is happening in your house what is happening in your church oh god what is happening in your body we are tired we are so sick and tired of all of these gimmicks that are taking place heal us lord god heal us oh ancient of days may you heal us heal us we need healing from you lord god really we do we do so as you heal may you establish yourself in us establish yourself in us lord god no jesus be established in ourselves we need you we need you so that we get to understand what is shabbat shabbat is a place in eternity
It is an economy. It has a different protocol from that of the world. It is an act of holding sway over the systems that are under the control of spirit, of the power of the air. My God. See, Elijah, he says, fill four water pots with water in a drought and pour it onto the burnt sacrifice on the wood. He says, pour pour out water in early seasons of drought. This looks like a waste of scarce resources. But Elijah was living in a different economy and in a different time and season. He stood before the presence of God. He engaged a different realm and set the battle in order in partnering with the angelic. This is the true Shabbat. So may you enjoy the blessings of the seventh day always in your life. We are not able to enjoy the blessings of the seventh day because we don't recognize the times and the seasons. Neither do we understand what this means. So God is truly calling us to that place where he wants us to understand times and seasons manda rabase we kama ruba kadasa kia rababa baba sekere uruba shibo bobo baba we have been robbed by the devil we have been robbed by the devil for a very very long time we've been running around in circles i am mad at the devil i am mad at these evil altars that kept us at their mercy They wasted our time. But we thank you, Lord, that as you establish yourself in us, you're going to reveal to us the true Shabbat. This, what does it mean for us to understand that we have been engrafted? My God, Father, we thank you. As we are also going to be looking at Luke 8, we are going to hear what God is going to be saying to us about why we need healing, why we need to be healed, you know, why we need to be healed. My dear beloved sister, as I'm, because uh, when I was sharing, I was thinking of this, God was downloading some things as I was listening in church when my dear beloved sister Megan was preaching. So some of the, what I'm preaching was the message that God had downloaded on that day when she was ministering and God just expanded on the part of why we need healing because really as long as we are moving in this garbage that we are moving in our children are going to inherit garbage our children will inherit garbage from us We've been running around with all of these pagan festivals. And that's what our children know. They know nothing about the Jewish festivals. The ones that God has called us into. The ones where we are rehearsing what we are going to be doing with God for eternity. They know nothing about that. They know nothing about that. But every pagan festivity they know about. Because we have inherited we have we have we have uh, um, left it as a portion unto them 
This is the inheritance that we have left unto them. But today we say, Father, we repent. We thank you that as you are healing us, the older generation, even the young generation will be healed. Heal us, O ancient of days. Heal us. And you know, Basalwane, I always say this, whatever you fail to conquer, your children will inherit a double portion of it. I always say that, look at what happened in scripture. Saul was supposed to kill the Amalekites, but there who killed him, it was the very same Amalekites who was persecuting the children of Israel, the same Amalekites that he failed to conquer. We find them in the book of Esther, Haman, trying to kill the Jews. So we must make sure that we don't leave sickness as an inheritance to our kids. We don't leave diseases. When I'm saying disease, I'm not talking about just physical diseases and illnesses. What is happening in our families? What is happening in our churches? Things that we are hiding that must be exposed, must be dealt with. Things that we are busy involved in that are not of God. So let us listen to Luke 8. Okay, children of the Most High God, I said we are going to be reading from the book of Luke, chapter 8, from verse 41. Um, so I'm going to read, and then we can just hear what God wants to teach us there. So it says, And behold, they came a man. Yo, guys, I've been in denial about my blindness i guess i really need glasses so it was when jesus returned that a multitude welcomed him from there they were all waiting for him and behold there came a man named jairus and he was a ruler of the synagogue and he fell down at jesus's feet and begged him to come to his house for he had an only daughter about 12 years the age 12 their father's name is Jairus and she was dying but as he went the multitudes trudged uh, him now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any came from behind and touched the border of his garment and immediately her flow of blood stopped and Jesus said who touched me when all when all denied Peter and those with him said master the multitude are uh, thronged and pressed you and you say who touched me but Jesus said somebody touched me for I perceived power going out from me now when the woman saw that she was not hidden she came 
trembling and falling down before him she decided she declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately and he said to her daughter be a good be of good cheer your faith has made you well go in peace while he was still speaking someone came from the ruler of the synagogue a house saying to him your daughter is dead do not trouble the teacher but when jesus heard it he answered him saying do not be afraid only believe and she will be made well when he came into the house he permitted no one to go in except peter james and john and the father and the mother of the girl now all wept and moaned for her but he said do not weep she is not dead but sleeping and they ridiculed him knowing that she was dead but he put them all outside took her by the hand and called the saying little girl talita kuma little girl arise then her spirit returned and she immediately arose so i'm just going to share what god um was speaking to me when i was reading uh this so when we look at Jairus, so we come here and we see Jairus. And who is Jairus? Jairus is the father. So Jairus is the father. And the father represents authority. So Jairus was the father. He represented authority. And the meaning of Jairus's name is light. He is the one who shines. Who shines. He is the father who is concerned about his daughter. So now we see that he is the father who is concerned about his daughter. So now we see the daughter and the daughter is a girl. So here I'm giving the interpretation of the what the scripture was when God downloaded it. Daughter is a girl. It's the picture of an emerging church. It's the picture of the emerging church. So the girl is a young generation, a young church, the remnant, immature. You know, it speaks about the church. You know, uh, when the uh, songs of Solomon speaks about it, and 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 we know that there is a scripture in the book of Songs of Solomon. I love it. I'm gonna quote it in Isizulu. It says, "See not that they wait to onge namabele. See oti ne masegufiga usugula kelogushada. We have our young sister who does not have breast. What will we do when it's time for her to get married?" You see, God is not a molester. He's not about to marry a daughter, a child. So God wants the church to be in full maturity. And 12 years of age speaks about the government. It speaks about authority. It speaks about maturity. So now we are seeing this emerging church, this church, which is the 12 years, which is 12 years old, the daughter who is 12 years old. And we see the father who is Jairus, who has a concern about this generation now Jairus the father who is in authority is concerned about this generation 
this younger generation, this remnant, these ones who is the emerging church that is coming on to say, look at this church. This church is so sick. It is about to die. Look at this remnant. Look at this body. It is so sick. It is about to die. You know, and and the, the reason the father is concerned is because when you reach 12 years of age, when you come to full authority, the father is thinking, how can I bring into full maturity and give over authority to something that is sick, to something that is dying? So this is why the father is so concerned. So the meaning of 12 in the Bible, you know, it is something, it, it, it is, as we are saying, it is of authority. It is the government that will be on his shoulder. It speaks about, you know, the apostolic, you know, the move. It's, 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 it's that number 12. And this girl is in that state. So God is really worried about the apostolic, the prophetic, you know, that move that is supposed to, 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 to emerge. That is supposed to to come on the scene and take over because if this move takes over while it is sick while it is dying what is this move going to give birth to so the rem the remnants cannot rule when they are sick when they are about to die you see how can you make somebody who is sick to enter into authority god can see that this young church is sick and God is saying I cannot have them coming into power coming into authority in their sick states now if you look at uh, if you look at the, the woman the woman was also he's been sick for 12 years now the woman is us we are the church. We are that church that is the woman with the issue of blood. We are this church that has been sick for the past 12 years. We have been ruling in authority, being a sick church, being a church that is bleeding. And God is saying, this church, this is why Jesus had to, had to be it might look like it was a delay, but I thank God because Jairus was a father who knew what was happening in the realm of the spirit. It might have looked like, you know, this woman with the issue of blood is the one who caused the delay for this young girl to die. But really, this woman, what is happening here is God needed to heal this woman first. The woman were needed to be healed first before she could give birth to this young girl. Before she could give birth and hand over authority to this emerging church. So the woman represents church. And who is a church? It's somebody who is a birther. Somebody who is fruitful. You know, somebody who is rich, full maturity. Somebody who is older. So this is the older generation. The older generation that must teach the little one the ways. But the older generation is sick. What can the older generation teach the little ones when we are sick? We are sick, Mazalwane. We are sick. 
seek we cannot run away from that it doesn't matter how many times you can try to run away from it but we are sick we have held had this issue for the past 12 years we have been in authority but our authority has been an authority that is governed by people who are sick so this is why Jesus needed to heal the woman with the issue of blood so the father is allowing Jesus to heal us first the older generation before we can teach these young ones you know before we can teach these young ones <coughs> you know in M&E there's a, le- a terminology that we speak we say giga in giga out rubbish in rubbish out if you are pouring rubbish you are capturing rubbish what are you expecting when you are reporting it's going to be rubbish so if we are giving rubbish to this little generation this 12 year old girl we are teaching her sickly things what do we expect her to do when she reaches that term of full maturity maturity she's gonna be ruling in a sickly manner because that is what she got from us so jesus needed to heal the older generation in order for us in order for the little one to take over properly so we are this woman who needed to be healed who needed jesus to deal with our issue how can you govern when you are sick our authority has been compromised due to our a lot of illnesses what is it that has compromised your authority what is it that has compromised your authority is the church visible in the community in our family what is causing our authority to be compromised what sickness is the church the current church the bride of christ that currently has now that is causing our authority to be compromised because our kids will do exactly what we are doing you know when i speak about times and seasons and the altars i speak about these things that we're passing on to our kids we are busy celebrating christmas we're celebrating new year we're celebrating all these pagan holidays this is the sickness that we are passing on to our kids kids when our kids start celebrating these things start you know we turn everything around the house everything for these pagan holidays these are the illnesses that have compromised our authority to even govern time and this is what we are going to be passing on to this 12 year old girl who is the remnant who is about to reach the age of 12 and who is about to take over this girl is going to take over from from this same pagan teachings that we are giving them we've introduced them into the house of god we've introduced these things in church and the devil is laughing at us is laughing at us imagine basalwan we are sick the church is sick we have an issue of blood there is an illness that is killing us it is time for us to push our way through we need to push our way through push our way through the crowd push our way through push our way through the mess that we are in until we are able to touch the father's garment until we are able to touch his robe 
Touch the prayer shawl that Jesus had on. Touch the fringes that were on the prayer shawl. We're talking about the promises that God has given to us as the bride to be fruitful and to multiply. The finished work of Christ on the cross. But we have been sick. So I am saying we need to push through the crowd. Even if the crowd is against us. We need to pray for this generation. That whatever the crowd that is preventing this generation from becoming. We are there to say the crowd will not prevent this generation from becoming that. This generation will reach Jesus. This generation, you know, and Jesus needed to enter Jairus's house. That is why he said, even if they say that the girl is dead, I need to enter Jairus's house. Jairus is the house represents the heart. It represents the heart. So what is it that we are putting in the heart of this generation? What is it that we are putting in the heart of this generation the devil's aim is to kill and destroy us if he can't touch you he will touch your next your children the future generation so the devil is happy if he is thinking that we can pass on this sickness to this next generation we that's all i have to say we have been playing church, Bazalan. That's why I spoke about the progression of revelation. The progression of revelation. So you know what the devil did? You know what the devil did? When the devil saw that the woman as this current generation is being healed of the issue he knew there was trouble because when we are healed when we are whole we can pass on the true authority that you know now we are passing on the true ancient parts the ancient parts that the almighty has designed for us and that is what he does not want us to do so they immediately when he saw that the woman with the issue of bad blood was healed now he knew there was trouble for him because now this woman is going to become like that woman in the book of jeremiah where jeremiah says call on this woman so that they can come and teach their daughters how to mourn how to wail how to lament he cannot have us teaching this younger generation the true the true gospel of christ so what did he do he went and he killed the little girl he quickly went and killed the little girl while the woman was sick the little girl was alive because the little girl needed to be alive to inherit rubbish because while i am sick and i give over the inheritance to this remnant I am they are inheriting rubbish from me. So immediately when I am healed as this woman with the issue of blood, the devil knew there was trouble because now if there is healing in me, it means that the younger generation, this remnant, the emerging remnant are going to be healed now. They are going to govern and rule in true authority, in true repentance, in true healing, in, in the truthful ways of Christ. So he ran and he killed the little girl. He ran and he killed the little girl. But Jesus was not moved. 
he was calm because he knew that once I have dealt with the older generation, the woman, there is life and life will continue to flow. The woman, once the woman has lived, there will be life for the next generation and the woman will pass on fruitfulness, dominion, authority, everything that Christ has given us as his bride over to this younger generation. So this is now why we are here, where we find ourselves at this point. Oh, excuse me. Where we are saying we are dealing with times and seasons because we've lost the battle, because we have not been able to understand what is happening. The devil has kept us bound. I'm not saying these things, we must abolish them. But what I'm saying is, there must be a progression of revelation. Let us understand what on Sunday. During the week for our home sales. See, 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 Sangane, Guma conferences, Guma camps, Guma what? But there are things that God wants us to break into and delve into. I do not want to mention those things by name because if I just mention them, you're going to be confused. I want to mention when I start breaking them down one by one. But basically, what I wanted us to know today is God is in the business of healing us. Jairus has got a concern in his heart. Jairus is Father God, the one who is in authority. He has a concern to say, this woman has been sick for the past 12 years. She's been standing in front, teaching this little girl. This little girl has been watching her sick behavior, thinking her sick behavior is the correct behavior, is the correct way to do things, whereas it is not the correct way to do things so Jesus so father God is saying I need my son to heal this one first this one needs to be healed because our we've breastfed this generation and we thought this was milk whereas some of it was not milk no pass We've made this generation to be sick. The generation is dying from the milk. The milk. So Jesus needed to heal this older one. The woman. The burden. The one acting fugamel and jeng is kukugaz is fugamel abantwana baso. So I need to heal his kukugaz. So that his kukugaz is so wazi how to take care of abantwana baso. I need to heal the birther, the fruitful one. I need to heal my womb. If you womb yamikula, ye nezo salala, what am I going to give birth to if it's belleto samsikula? So I need to heal his belleto of this older generation so that when this older generation starts travailing, starts going into prayer for this one who is reaching maturity to be in authority, so that her authority will not be compromised because Tina, we have compromised 
baptized with a lot of things. And God is saying, I cannot have this emerging remnant, this emerging church, this young one, to have her authority compromised as well. So that's why God needed us to be healed. The woman with the issue of blood, that is us. So God is starting to heal us, to heal us, heal our minds, heal, renew our minds. There are things that must be changed. You know, even if we go as far back as how the missionaries introduced the gospel to us, the Roman Catholics, the rogue, I call them the rogue missionaries because they came with their own agenda. They never allowed us to get that progression of of revelation. But as we have been healed, there is going to be a progression of revelation. So that even when we start discussing, talking about these things, your mind will not be closed off. Father, I pray for our minds to be open to that revelation that comes from the Holy Spirit. No more man-made revelation in the name of Jesus. We repent, Father God. We've ran with man-made revelation. We did not run with what your word says. We repent of that, Father God. We are a sick generation. But Father, we thank you that you have healed us. As the woman with the issue of blood, as we have touched your garment, so as we dig deeper into your word, as we become the excavators, as we come to dig and dig and dig, we are holding on to your garment. We are holding on to the talit. We are holding on to those fringes. We are holding on to the finished work of the cross. So that when it's time for you to say to us, Talita Kuma, that daughter, that young church is going to just rise up and the devil won't know what hit him. He thought it was over when he killed her. But Jesus came, took the prayer shawl and wrapped it around her and said, Talita Kuma. So we are saying that to this remnant as we have been healed today. We say to the remnant, Talita Kumar to the remnant, rise to your position of power and authority. Let the government that has been placed on your shoulders by Jesus Christ, let it be seen. The authority that Jesus Christ has given you, let it be seen. Let it be revealed in Jesus' name. This is what God wanted me to share with you before we start engaging in the times and seasons, Bazalwane. Um, God wanted me to just go via this so that we can be healed. So that we can be healed. 12 years with an issue of blood. I may not have mentioned all the issues that this remnant, this move, this church, this bride has. You know them one by one. You can name them all. And this is what we have passed on to this emerging remnant. This little girl who is 12 years old, who is coming into a position of maturity, of power, of authority. In the Jewish culture, this woman is ready for marriage. She's being prepared to get ready to be married. This is why I said, see, not that the way to I'm breast they symbolize maturity. What shall we do when it's time for her to get married? 
So God needed to heal this one. So that when it's time for her to reach her full maturity, that position of power and authority, position of taking over, she can be somebody who is not sick, who has not inherited any illnesses or sicknesses. So Bazalwane, that is what I wanted to share with you guys. So I'll see maybe tomorrow I'll come during the second watch or the third watch to start sharing about times and seasons. So I thank you for for listening to what I had to say. Bless you.
every hand raised tonight. Let this be our anthem over this nation tonight. Pour out your spirit. Pour out your spirit. Pour out your spirit on your sons and your daughters. Pour out your spirit. Pour out your spirit. Pour out your spirit on your sons and your daughters. Pour out your spirit.
Let the sound of the Lord. That's why, that's why. Lift up those hands. 